Mission Control, we are go for spitballing. Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to the Spitballing with Ecom Elite Podcast. Spending time dropping knowledge from luxury locations all around the world. It's seven-figure entrepreneurs, Todd Snively and Chris Keith, with the inside scoop on how to really obtain freedom through e-commerce. Get ready to learn how to make money online with your hosts, Todd and Chris. So, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Chris Keefe here again with another episode of Spitballing with Chris and Todd. How about another book follow-up? Book report? Can we still call things book reports? Remember, we used to do those for those that are of a certain age. It's time to do a book report. Well, I'll do a book review, a time saver. I did a recent podcast episode on The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Got another one for you, and it's actually the follow-up book from Charles Duhigg. Charles Duhigg, D-U-H-I-G-G. His follow-up book, Smarter, Faster, Better, with a subtitle of The Transformative Power of Real Productivity. Absolutely love this book. This one actually may be even easier to summarize. It's a big, long book. I got it in front of me here. Let me go look at the pages here. We're talking about 250 pages or so, 260 pages. So it's a big read. I can summarize it for you. Hopefully that helps a little bit so you can either not have to listen to the whole audiobook or uh, pick up the high points here. I did love this book because it's a great follow-up to the power of habit, changing that loop of cue and then the routine and then the reward. We need to change the routine or our habit in that loop to become better at what we're doing. The Smarter, Better, uh, Smarter, Faster, Better uh, book by Charles Dewey goes into the productivity part The habits are great. They're super important as far as a building block of the process of getting things done. But now we have the process. We need to figure out where we're going. And this is near and dear to my heart. I've always, I actually still am fascinated by, I've always been fascinated by those of us out there that can run multiple companies, have a successful family life, have hobbies, do a bunch of philanthropic things. I mean, I can I can rattle off a number of te- uh, number of people, but look at someone like um, Sir Richard Branson, uh, owner of uh, Virgin Atlantic, uh, being one of them. I think he has something absurd like thirty different companies. Yet the only thing I see the guy doing is hanging out hanging out on Necker Island, his own private island in the uh, the <laughs> the Caribbean, or kite surfing or doing God knows what. Yet he's a he's a billionaire. I mean, it's it's a fascinating study in human behavior on productivity. How, how does somebody get that much done in any given day? Well, this new book uh, by Charles, new, new-ish book, uh, Smarter, Faster, Better, delves into that exact idea. And it can be summarized pretty well. So one thing that I always hear about, saw, and, and you still will see when we talk about these gurus that say, oh, I'll help you be more productive and I'll help you get more things done. You need to set goals. You need to set achievable goals. You need to set smart goals. So a lot of the book is built on that premise, a smart goal. So what is a smart goal? A smart goal is defined as one that is. Um, it's an acronym again, S-M-A-R-T. Define that is specific measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound. 
That was a principle developed uh, by GE in, I think it goes back to the 50s or so. So a SMART goal, again, is a goal that you write down that is specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound. Now, one big takeaway, again, from this book is goal-setting is important, but you actually have to set goals. Now, I don't know how many times I see people that go through courses and training and read books and go to conferences and have audiobooks and tapes and videos and motivational stuff and still refuse to write down where they're going. Make that part of your habit. Make that the power of habit book. How to get those goals written down. You've got a cue. Make the routine something that you can do to say, I've got, I, I've got a direction I want to go. Make the routine let me set some goals, and then that reward is I've achieved goals or not. You can do that on a daily basis. You can do it monthly, and you can do it for long-term, one, five, one, three, five, ten-year goals. Yes, they need to be smart goals, but one big takeaway from this book that really is missed in most elements of the idea of goal setting, and it was really eye-opening for me, one thing that was missed is the idea that smart goals actually, from a psychological principle, are a little bit counterintuitive at times. So great examples of specifically GE, those that came up with the SMART goal. What they were finding was, after a certain amount of time, this is a quote from the book, researchers who have studied SMART goals and other structured methods of choosing objectives say that this isn't unusual. Such systems, though useful, can sometimes trigger our need for closure in counterproductive ways. Aims such as SMART goals can cause a person to have tunnel vision to focus more on expanding efforts to get immediate results. So what's really interesting, that's close quote, what's really interesting there is the SMART goals are great, but what it did is it changed the behaviors of people in a negative way. Another quote from the book, you get into this mindset where crossing things off your to-do list becomes more important than asking yourself if you're doing the right things. No one really talks about that. I think lazy folks on the motivation and goal setting side go, great, smart goals. Here's all you have to do. Write your goals down. I'm going to give you a cool book on exactly how to do that. And then you write them down and they need to be smart though. They need to be specific, measurable, achievable, results focused, and time bound. Interesting. Those things do work to a point. But what we're finding out in this book, what he found out from the productive part of things, the actual productivity was that productivity diminishes because your entire process, your entire system comes down to, I want to check things off of my list. So how do we counteract that simple behavior? We counteract that simple behavior by having something that goes beyond just a SMART goal. It is a stretch goal. No one really talks about this because it sounds like a little bit out there. It sounds like it puts something too far out of reach. It sounds some, like something that isn't actually a smart goal. The achievable part is interesting. When we set goals, what Charles Duhigg talks about in Smarter, Faster, Better is we give ourselves a much longer stretch goal along with smart goals. The examples he gives is Japan, post-World War II Japan, when they needed to connect the northern and southern parts of the island of Japan because that place, the, 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 the nation had been ravaged by war and most of the railroads had been destroyed. They needed to, to, to boost the economy, get raw materials from point A to point B, finished goods from point C to point D, etc. 
In order to do that, they needed a bullet train. They needed a high-speed rail to get things back and forth. That's the best and fastest thing they could do. So they set out to achieve that goal. They asked, how fast do you think this thing could, uh, could go? We can get it about 55, 60 miles an hour. Excellent. Good to know. Now double that. And people thought, you're out of your flipping mind. It's impossible. Now double it. Now, of course, Japan is just the, the, the poster child for phenomenal rail, high speed, pretty flawless execution in that regard. But they still had smart goals with each step along the way. But they had a stretch goal to force your hand to get out there and get it done on a higher level. So when we're talking about setting goals, we want to write goals down and make those goals on a day-to-day basis smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound, but also give ourselves that stretch goal. So we're not just writing things. What's a smart goal? What's specific? I want to sit at, and this is going to be a bit absurd, but we think about this. It's specific. I want to sit at my desk today and look at my computer. Is it measurable? Yes. Did I sit and did I look? Yep. Is it achievable? Absolutely. Results-focused? Yep. Time-bound? Sure. I want to do it for eight hours today. Boom. I've nailed a smart goal. What the hell did that really do? <laughs> what did that really do? Right? Well, that's that's dumb, Chris. I mean, that's that's not uh, that's not a good example. You say I want to write out one blog post today. Okay, fair enough. That's specific, measurable, achievable, results focused. But if it's a blog post, if we're just focused on the making goals and checking them off the list, we feel like we're winning. No one had really explored that in too much detail until Charles did that in the book Smarter, Faster, Better. He said, "Wait a minute." How do you get big things done? How do you connect an entire nation that's been ravaged by World War II? How do you stretch that thing? You do it by saying, okay, I want to do four blog posts today. Great. Now double it. Uh, that's crazy. No, it's not crazy. Get that done. Set that stretch goal for yourself and get it done. Now, the last piece of this puzzle which I find really fascinating that's been boiled down really well in this book. And it relates to a recent podcast episode I did, and it it, it joins quite nicely, is the just start aspect of getting this stuff done. How do most people achieve the vast amounts of things that they do? They just start. Here's a staggering statistic for you that uh, I read Just recently, my cousin had posted something on Facebook, and she'd mentioned uh, the amount people work on a day-to-day basis and the antiquated notion of the five-day work week, eight hours a day, two days off kind of thing. And it's really based on this strange industrial revolution kind of work with the sun, actually agrarian society. So you sort of work with the sun, right? You're up at the sun and you go, you're done when the sun goes down because you don't have as many lights and you can't really work the fields and with the animals when it's dark outside. We still translate that same idea idea today. What's interesting is the average person on any given workday works just shy of three hours. Two hours and 58 minutes, I think, is the, is the average. Think about that. We're at work for eight, nine, ten hours a day. The average worker is putting out about three hours of work per day. What a terrific waste of time when we could be doing so many other things if we focused and got things done. We set goals. We wrote them down. Yes, they were smart goals, but we put a stretch goal out there, and we also just started. In the book, Smarter, Faster, Better, Charles talks about just that. 
And a really simple exercise of getting things done is just starting. His example, well, he gives a number of examples, but one was just getting emails done. We have a lot of things to do. Let's say it's email inbox is a good one. I've got, uh, I've got to respond to 25 emails. And he, I think his example was he said 50 emails or so every single night. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that is what he said. I would always find ways to do that. Tell me if this resonates with you. We'll always find other ways to do things, uh, other things to do other than our goal because they just seem hard or I don't want to get to those things or whatever that is. I need to write a blog post. I need to write some content. I need to make a video. I need to research private label products. I need to find a supplier spreadsheet. Whatever we're doing in our business, we'll find other things to do. Just start. So Charles talks about his example of each night he needed to reply to 50 some odd emails. Just banging out a few words on the keyboard to just start it as opposed to doing other things all of a sudden kicks that motion into gear and you start to get far more done. We build things up in our head as being particularly difficult or hard to do. When really in the end, if we just get that thing started, it starts to flow and it takes far less time than we thought and we've achieved a goal and we're that much further ahead to where we want to go. This seems unbelievably simple, bordering on pedantic. Oh, yeah, just do it. Yes, just start. Just do that thing. If we've got something that we, that's difficult or challenging or looks like it's going to take a long time, just start it. We do not, here's the challenge. We do not set out each day to build a million-dollar company, do we? Now, that's our end goal, and that very, very well may be our stretch goal, and maybe it goes in line with our SMART goal. That's fine. That's all well and good. We have the best things going. We've, we've done all of our courses, and we have all of our spreadsheets, and we have all of our, we've written all our goals down, and they're SMART, and then we have our stretch goal, and then we've got the right habits in place, and we're doing all of our things. Here's where we fall down all the time to bring this full circle. We don't just start it. I implore you, just do something. Start banging out a couple key uh, words on the keyboard. I forget who the author was. I've got to look this one back up. I apologize for, for whoever that is that, that relayed this story, but um, may have been Stephen King. I don't know who. But someone said, how are you such a prolific writer? How do you write so much amazing content, so many amazing books and novels and short stories? And the author said, I don't set out to make or write really great, compelling art. I set out to write 800 crappy words a day. That's a funny story to me. The person doesn't set out with their goal. They didn't, their, their specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound is perfect. I want to write 800 crappy words per day. That's the only goal. You did not set out to start and say, I'm going to build a million-dollar company today. And the author didn't say, I want to set out to write the great next, Amer uh, uh, the American next greatest novel. They didn't. They instead said, I'm just going to write 800 crappy words. That is so easy to do. But it gets you started. It's the principle of momentum, potential energy, kinetic energy. My son's in uh, uh, beginning physics right now talking about those amazing things. And we, know, we all know the analogies, right? You, maybe you've got this huge stone sphere. And it, may, it might weigh a, a ton, right? Huge. Moving that thing is a bear. Just getting it just getting it started takes so much energy. Levers and you can do all whatever. We can do a number of different things to get that thing started, right? A number of different ways, motors and energy to get that thing to move. 
But once it moves and starts, with one hand, you kind of nudge it along, and it could, if it's on a, let's go nerdy here, if it's on a perfectly flat, infinite plane, once it's started and, and the momentum begins, one hand, you just kind of roll that thing along. The same applies to our work, our habits, and our productivity. We just need to start it. So if we're talking about, oh, I got I to gotta do a bunch of things today, you don't need to do a bunch of things today. You hear me harp on this all the time. And these books, The Power of Habit and the Smarter, Faster, Better by Charles Duhigg does exactly that. It gives you the basic habit loop to help you fix that. And it also gives you the productivity cues to be better at what you're doing. Just start it. Get yourself out of the gates and start doing whatever you're doing. So those are two books that I thought were hugely helpful in accomplishing whatever it is we want to accomplish, whether it's your whether it's your business, whether it's even in your relationships, whether it's your nonprofit, whether you're starting to write a book, whether you're starting to, to write a blog, whether you're writing, creating video content. Just start. Kick something out there. Who cares if it's not great? Who cares if it's not going to win an Academy Award? Who cares if it's not going to make a trillion dollars? It doesn't matter, but you've set the goal to do something. You've changed your habit loop from the cue, the routine, the reward to make that routine in the middle simpler to achieve those goals. And then with your SMART goals written down with a big stretch goal, you just started it. And before long, you'll pick your head up after a few weeks or a couple months, and it will be amazing what you can accomplish. So those are some crash notes on those two books. I highly recommend you get those books or listen to audiobooks. Those are phenomenal as well. They're great for driving around. And it's a really good use of time, by the way, when you're sitting in your car or commuting on a train or a bus or you're out for a run. Those are really great ways to program your brain to think differently and find different ways to solve similar problems where, like I said, after a short period of time, you'll find yourself being that much more productive, that much more successful in a smaller amount of time where those three or four hours a day that you're, you're using for pr- productivity, you can feel better about yourself by taking those extra three or four hours a day off from quote unquote work and you find other things to do, hobbies, everything else, anything else related to, to that stuff beyond I'm just going to waste time and stare at computers. Great goals, great goal setting, good tools to do that. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you all in the next episode. <laughs>